We still don't know who won the world's largest game of Red Rover, Red Rover, <laughs> which is what the Iowa caucuses look like. Look, they got the video right there. You're standing yeah. in a gym, and you stand with a group of people, and then... You try to pull people over to your side of the group of people. It Red is Rover, Red Rover, Red, Red Rover. Rover. Please send Bruce send, over. Send Pamela right over. But um, we don't know who won. Conversely, we don't necessarily know who lost. Joining us right now to try to make sense of what the heck happened in Iowa last night is KTAR political analyst Dr. Mike O'Neill. I, I'm Dr. O'Neill, I hope you didn't stay up all night waiting for results that never came. I was on the air for four hours talking about precisely nothing. Yeah, yeah. Still nothing. Yeah. And by the way, we're still at nothing. Actually, I think we've got more than nothing. And I can read some tea leaves based on the speeches that the candidates gave. Remember, nothing's official, Mm -hmm. but they all had a lot of people out in a lot of precincts. And they can tally those. They not all have the same precincts, but they all probably have a bunch of them. And my read of the speeches is that Joe Biden gave the speech that would be given by somebody who just lost. Sanders gave the speech of a winner, as did Mayor Pete. My guess, based on watching the speech, is that Sanders came in first, uh, that uh, Mayor Pete came in second, and Joe Biden was uh, was very disappointed mm. with the results. Now, they could all be wrong, but those are the, clearly the speeches that they gave. And I'll add one additional big hook onto it. If Joe Biden really did as bad as I think he thinks he did last night, the other winner was wasn't even on the ballot, and that is Mayor Mike Bloomberg. In ah. other words, Bloomberg had a very intricate path to the nomination, but step one of his path is that Joe Biden has to falter. Well, yeah, I mean, and that mm. was one of the ideas, too, that Michael Bloomberg was getting into the race because he saw how Joe Biden was weak and vulnerable. Exactly. And I think that this exactly. does, in fact, open the door for Bloomberg, and I think that that's an interesting perspective. Yeah. I, but Especially what I, if it happens again in New Hampshire. Ooh. Okay. okay, so New Hampshire's a week away, and we're already moving yeah. on. And I think that that's also part of the problem and the impact, or shall I say lack of impact, that the Iowa caucus is having. You've got a huge news cycle that's going on right now with not only the State of the Union tonight, but impeachment vote tomorrow. And people have moved on from Iowa. All the candidates have already moved on from Iowa. They're Literally. all in New Hampshire, <laughs> yeah. and they are setting up shop in New Hampshire. How is that looking right now? If you're reading the tea leaves there, Dr. O'Neill, what is that telling you? I think the bump that you normally get from Iowa is likely to be greatly diminished. Uh, But whoever ended up winning, I think the tea leaves, say it's Sanders and Buttigieg, maybe a close second, will attempt in there over the next day or so, will attempt to do something to accentuate that. They'll have a victory rally for Iowa in New Hampshire. And they will try to play it. Joe Biden will probably try to play it like we don't know. He already sent a legal letter to the state party saying, we don't think you should release results until you've given us a full explanation. And we've had an opportunity to respond. In other words, basically wait until it's irrelevant. That tells me clearly he thinks he did not do well. Yeah, because if you thought you won, you're not going to be sending that kind of... We're talking to Dr. Mike O'Neill, KTAR political analyst, as the results from the Iowa caucus are still in some doubt, or at least the specific numbers are. Question for you. Do you think this drives the nail into the caucus coffin? Will we have an Iowa caucus in 2024? 
It certainly moves, makes that less likely. I think that, and and maybe they'll have it, but uh, they may lose their place as being first, which is uh, without which it's not very important. Yeah. Mm. Uh, now the the problem is that that uh, parade cannot be led by anybody who ever hopes to run for president again, uh, because they'll get crucified in Iowa. Mm-hmm. They love it out there. Yeah. So, yeah. It's got to be run by people who've, who've endured this but aren't going to run again. Unless it becomes inevitable that they're going to do it, then everybody can jump on the bandwagon. But no future candidate uh, for president wants to be dissing the Iowa caucus. Dr. Mike Thanks, O'Neill, Dr. KTIR political yeah. analyst, we appreciate your perspective this morning.